Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Hello, Root of Power fam. We have got Sasha Walton with us, who is a business strategist and the owner of SWI Management Group. And I think she's not only going to be very fun, I like really cannot do boring people, but brilliant. So yeah, we were, I'm, I'm just calling it in. Like, it's just, it's already here. Um, we were just talking before we pressed record about how she had to make a really big shift during the pandemic. And I cannot wait for y'all to hear about that and for me to hear about it because it'll be a surprise to both of us. So hello. Hey, Amanda. It is such a pleasure being here. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, we were also, I, I also like to lead in, well, really, I just love to talk about the beach. So we were also talking about the beach. So Sasha lives near Virginia beach. And I was just like, oh my God, (laughs) goals, goals. And did you move towards the beach? Did you grow up in that area? Like, was that intentional? Yeah. So I, I'm originally from Maryland. And yeah, so we moved down when I was younger. So pretty much grew up here. So I have the best of both states in a sense. But I lived in um, the general Hampton, what we call Hampton Roads area. And Hampton Roads is a a group of several cities like Norfolk, Chesapeake, Virginia Beach, so forth. But everyone knows Virginia Beach because of the oceanfront. So I never really lived like near the beach, but I'm at least I've always lived at least maybe 20, 25 minutes away. And so where I live now is in Hampton, Virginia. And so we have, not just said Virginia Beach, but we have like five beaches around. <laughs> so I, yeah, I go to um, a beach that's, not, that's about at least 15 to 20 minutes from me. And it's so beautiful. It used to be an old fort, actually. Cool. Yeah, it was an old fort and they turned it and changed it into a, a park area with the beach. And it's I just love the inlets. And it's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, it's talk dirty to me. My happy place. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's either the gym or the beach, you know, Yo. the, it's my, my escape. Yeah. My escape. So yeah, mm. I love mm. it. And you speak on one of the things that you do is self-care and boundaries for entrepreneurs, which is about to tie in so well with that. So how did you get to what you're doing and what's your like favorite thing about it? Oh my gosh. So I will say there's two favorite things. Um, 
so how and I'm, and I'm gonna get into it and explain yeah. why it's two favorites. It's a year adventure. Yeah, well, thank you so much. And um and thank you for taking me on this adventure too, you know. I love it. <laughs> so basically, um I've been in business for over 20 years. And when the pandemic came, you know, my whole form of business was event production. Um, I did business development along the way with other businesses, but it was always event production that was mm-hmm. part and my love, no matter what else I did. And so being able to, to work in that space prior to two years prior to the pandemic, I was managing my business full time by way of a layoff. And um, so when the pandemic hit, it shut down the whole event industry. And because it did, you know, I didn't have contracts coming out. I was a government contractor, you know, for federal mm-hmm. and state, had corporate contracts. I have an international company I work with and, and everything, everything halted. And so, you know, I'm just like going through this, my own little spaz. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, because it's like, okay, my livelihood is being affected right now. Right. Because mind you, I went full time with my business by way of a layoff. You know, I was working 20 years yeah. along with the company, 20 years. So, I um I I really had to deal with myself first, mm-hmm. and you know I, I felt defeated. There was a lot of things that you know mentally, you know, I'm like, okay, my back is against the wall. What am I going to do now? I got to go find me a job. I have to do yeah. this. I have to do so many things, you know. And I've touched so many great opportunities, you mm-hmm. know, along the way. Oh, I so, love that phrase. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm just like, okay, well, I just throw in the towel, you know. I'll just whatever. Yeah. I'll just be regular, you know. <laughs> but, but, but not some boring things, you know. And so it just didn't sit well with me. And I'm still managing myself, doing myself much prayer and everything else that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And then I got to this place, and I said, you know what? I can't. You know, I, I'm not mediocre. You know, you have to know within yourself your own greatness. And I always knew my greatness, mm-hmm. even though I try to shy away from it. You know, a lot of times, yeah. but I'm just like, you know, I'll pop out here and there. And, Back in, you know, and um, and and it really got to me to this place where I'm just like, okay, what am I going to really do? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't like to date myself, but I always do in these interviews. But, you know, I'm looking at it like my birthday is coming up another. I'm getting another year of maturity. I don't like to say the three letter word old. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm going to be another year mature in life. And what do I have to show for that? Am I going to sit here in this space? And go backwards or go forward? That's some brave. Those are some brave questions. Like, no, you. That's that's a level of self reflection that you can't be a coward about. No, no, and 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 being in that place where I've felt like I've never been there before. Like I've had challenges. Mm -hmm. You know, I I just went through a layoff. You know, two years Mm -hmm. prior, and I was like, "Oh, I'm good. I have my business. We're gonna roll." (laughs) But my business was was successful. You know, I'm hitting six figures and so forth. To come down to where I'm at, where am I going to go now? You know. Yeah. So I, um, I did. I went back to work during that space, and because I still didn't know what I wanted to do with my own business. But I'm like, you know, I love my logo. I love these things that I've done. I got to keep it going. And so I knew that I had to do it differently Mm -hmm. because the industry was still shaky, right? But I have all these other skill sets that I could pull from. And still keep my business relevant. Yeah. And, you know, all these years, people are like, Sasha, you know, you, you're bigger than what you are. You're bigger than this. You're bigger than this. Mm-hmm. I've, all, I've always heard that. So I knew I had to do it differently. Good friends. 
I know they're 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 wonderful. I have to go back to them. Like, yeah, remember that time? <laughs> Damn it, you were right. <laughs> yeah, you know, sorry, it took me a long time, but you know, I had to get it in myself first. You know, but yeah. was, the biggest challenge I had to my personal challenge, I had to overcome the fact that I was comfortable being behind the scenes. Mm. You know, I don't have to be seen to be great. You know, mm-hmm. I can be great behind somebody else. You see their their yeah. success. I'm behind. I'm pushing them, doing everything. And but I knew I had to do it differently. And I had to come out as the face of my brand mm. if I was going to do it this time. And I felt that urgency like, Sasha, get it together. There's something great for you. You got to yeah. go. You know, your purpose is greater than your fear. So like, oh, thank you. I don't say that lightly. A lot of, um, I think a lot of entrepreneurship fails because people are cowards. And I, I don't mean that the way like it sounds, but I do mean it the way that it sounds like people are cowards and they, they don't realize that like courage is a choice. That's good. And that growth requires courage at every level. And it just everything you're saying, I'm just like, courage, courage, courage. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank it's you. so good. But that's a great point you make. Courage is a choice, you know, and I, and you and you know, you go through life and you think, oh, I'm courageous. Oh, you know, I'm bold. I'm strong. But when you're faced with something was actually saying, you know, either you're going to go one way or the other, which one are you going to choose? Then you're like, oh, my gosh. And I felt really weak. You know, yeah. so I, it was like a lot that I had to pull up for myself because, mm-hmm. you know, you have, I have my household to take care of. I have my dog. I have, you know, mm-hmm. all these things. My daughter's grown and gone out of the house, but I still have my daughter, you know, yeah. because it's legacy for me as well. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just got to this place where it's okay, so I should get it together. So at the end of um, 2021, December 2021, mm-hmm. I relaunched the business. I kind of mm-hmm. did a soft relaunch in August, sure. but I was still tiptoeing. Mm-hmm. Still trying to figure my way, you know. I'm like, I don't have the same fire I had before. I need my fire, mm-hmm. that zeal. But something just clicked in December, and I said, okay, you know what? I got to do it. I don't want to. It was like that thing of if you don't move forward, and you just sit there, and in years to come, you'll be like, why did I never make that? Move? Mm-hmm. You know, the woulda, shoulda, couldas, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be in that woulda, shoulda, coulda place. You know, is thank you. I have this thing like where every 10 years of your life, you know, you have your, the world celebrates the decades and everything, but mm-hmm. you have your personal decades. You know, mm-hmm. your 20s, your 30s should be better than your 20s. Your 40s are better than your 30s. Every 10 years, you should be at a greater place. Yes. And so because I had that thing for my life and yeah, I'm going to say it, you know. I'll be 50 next year. Hell yeah. You know, I'm out turn 49 in September. Awesome. I'm like, you know what, Sasha, you got, and at the time it's two years. I'm like, you got two years left in this decade of your life. Yeah. Make something happen. I love that energy. Like, and I, I think it's okay to grow tall and it's okay to grow wide Mm -hmm. or it's okay to grow deep. Like growth isn't always more money or more um like status like yeah. it's okay if you root into yourself and that's your decade and it's okay if you expand and that's your decade like I really like that I've actually never thought about that but when I work with older people mm-hmm. I can't like it goes hand in hand right the longer you're alive the more experiences you have the more regrets you also have mm-hmm. because yeah. there were just opportunities that you chose not to take for whatever reason mm-hmm. And that's okay. 
Um, but I can't tell you how many older adults I work with who so much of their grief, like in the therapy realm, when I work with them, so much of their grief is that they didn't have the skills Mm -hmm. and chose not to be brave enough to say, this is what I wanted. And I was too afraid. I wasn't willing to be uncomfortable. I didn't know how to be uncomfortable to go get it. And that is the most profoundly sad thing to me. It is. Yes. It is. You know, and and when you sit in that place and then, like you said, when they get older and they, you know, start to look back, you know, I don't ever want to have that regret, you know? Yeah. And, and, And like you said, too many people have it. They're in that space. And and I really believe that the pandemic itself, you know, it was negative in a lot of ways, but there was a lot of positives that came out mm-hmm. of it. But it's all about perception and mm-hmm. your perspective with it. So for me, you know, I say, yeah, the favorite thing that came out of it is what I'm doing now, you know, right. and, and I'm just like to answer your question about the favorite thing, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like one of my favorite things out of that is the fact that really it just seemed me in a different space. Yeah, seeing myself in a different space right now. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Sasha, you're really doing this thing. And I love that. Like it forced you to to stop being so busy that you couldn't hear your actual um, like inner wisdom. Like that's a beautiful thing the pandemic did. It forced people to sit still long enough to evaluate their life. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Like that got you to this. And this is so good. Yeah. And then and out of that, I found the value, even in my story, you know, and, and that's where I'm at right now. I'm just like, you know, I just want to go out here and just share my story with everybody. Yeah. You know, it's like the whole thing. But the biggest part of it is 2020, you know, because that's what that was a very um, pivotal shift within my life, not just my yeah. business. And so when I get out here and I start to speak, that's one of the biggest things I embrace speaking. Speaking in my podcast, you know, and, and, you know, like I said, I'm still the owner of SWM Management Group. We still do events and everything, you know, but I I really branched out with a personal brand outside Mm -hmm. of that and being like the business strategy, because there was a lot of businesses that I did help along the way. You know, just like, you know, if everybody's going to come to me in my personal space, hey, Sasha, you know, I got this business I want to sign, I need your ID. I I might as well go ahead and just say, you know, I'm going to consult everybody and do this thing and, and to hop on. Not really want to say the, the bandwagon with all the coaches in the world, but at the same time, to still be on that path, mm-hmm. how can I set it on a blaze? How can I stand out a little different from everyone else? So that's why I love to use the strategist piece because, you know, coaching to me is, is, is overused. But mm-hmm. then also when you're a strategist, you're not just coaching people along. You're giving them a plan. You're giving mm-hmm. them strategies. You're giving them something of a bigger insight, you know, yeah. to help move the, the business forward. So because I went through what I went through with my business and so many other people during the pandemic, you know, some people, you know, closed their businesses. A yeah. lot of people started, a lot of people failed, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just like, okay, well, let me take this, this one area where people look at themselves as failures and say, okay, you know what? Yeah. You got burnt out. Yeah. You, you know, this happened, but look, it happened to me too. Let's mm-hmm. see how we can do this thing and grow together because there's purpose in what we have, you know, there's, you know, there's, your purpose is attached to your idea. That's why I love to tell people. And, 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 and I feel like 
you know, we always say this, like, I guess the, the saying out there is like, you know, you have a test, that's a part of your testimony. You go through a mess, that could be a part, that's your message, you know? And it's just like, okay, well, let me take all these things and find the beauty out of it, mm-hmm. of everything that happened to me. And let me go ahead and help other people. So that's where, you know, I've always been big on going to the beach, laying out and self-care and everything. But it was during those moments, it taught me so much more about my own capacity. Mm -hmm. You know, it it showed me that value of mental health and entrepreneurship. And so, and that's where I'm like really adding that piece into my story and really, you know, going out and inspiring people right now, because it is, you know, there's a very thin line. You know, people talk about mental health all the time, but we as entrepreneurs go through a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I saw myself in that space, in that headspace, you know, I'm just choosing yeah. to be vocal about it, you know. Yeah. But when I was there, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm here, you know. Mm-hmm. And and but it taught me that I can only operate with so much. And and it felt good. You know, I had people coming to me, Sasha, can you help me with this? I'm like, no. Mm, I can talk you through it, but I can't show up for you right now because I didn't have the capacity to. Yeah. It wasn't in me because my whole thing is I have to keep my house. I have to keep mm-hmm. the car. I got to keep, you know, all these things and I have to get money coming in for me. I can't help you with your stuff, yeah. especially if you're not paying me, right. you know, but I can talk you through it. You know, I can mm-hmm. be there in one way, but because of those values, I call them values now. Because of those values that I experienced, you know, it's just like, you know, I, and I bring them into this world that I'm in now. You know, I, I, I'm always been big about time management. Mm-hmm. I'm even more mindful about it because it's like, you know, I don't want to get burnt out. I don't want to get to a place where I feel like, okay, what am I going to do now? Because I'm balancing so much. And time management is energy management, which is the lifeblood of your business. So when you talk about mental health, if you're weighed down by being burned out, by being too busy, by not setting boundaries, by not dig, I call it digging the rot out. Like yeah. you have to dig the rot out of your life or it will poison your whole system. Mm. And that becomes so heavy because you're like carrying, you know, a ton of rot around and obviously you can't work as well. So your energy systems are clogged. So time management. So when you say strategist, like mm-hmm. there is a difference between a strategist or a consultant and a coach. And I think a lot of people don't understand the difference. Like a coach helps you work through a thing and get your own answers and, you know, figure out the answer within you. But a strategist also says, hey, here are systems that mm-hmm. work for this thing. Let's implement those. Let's give you a scaffolding and then we'll build the house. Yes. So I want people to understand the difference. And so like your system, right, is time management. But what you're also doing is saying your energy is finite. Yeah. You have to protect it by digging the rod out, by managing your time, by managing your boundaries. And so many, especially service-based entrepreneurs are just Mm -hmm. like, really bad at that. Like I love people who have a bleeding heart, but I'm like, bro, if you lose too much blood, you're just dead. Like we got to manage the bleeding heart. (laughs) And yeah, just, yep. Yep. I just called it. You're just brilliant. Keep talking. Oh no, no. Thank you so much. But it is like you said, you know, you don't want to keep on bleeding the heart like that. And I like to say, you know, you, especially as women, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we do that just in general, you know, yeah, we could be so much overcomers and, you know, just overachievers and mm-hmm. everything, trying to pull it all in. 
And, you know, in our personal lives, when we're in business, we'll attempt to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like being able to balance it all. You know, you, you want to have, like I said, the systems to integrate even your mm-hmm. personal life with your business. But then when you integrate your business and have systems within it, it makes it a more of a balanced, you know, work life situation. Yeah. You know, you can handle life better. And and those are the things that, you know, I like to include now mm-hmm. and really talk to people about, you know, when I'm speaking and I'm, you know, with a, a group of, I, I work with all entrepreneurs, for some reason, I'm always in front of all the women. And, you know, when I'm talking to them, it's just like, I want to deal with mindset, but then we're going to go into the strategies, but mm-hmm. let's go ahead and just deal with this inner person first. And then we're going to go ahead and, to, and tackle your business. Yeah. You know, and because it, it's one in the same. Right. And people don't really think of it like that. It's like, okay, I start my business. That's that. But if you're starting your business, your business is a reflection of you. So if you're not together, right, business is not going to function right. And I love that, like, that's becoming more known. I think it's very encouraging that there is um, a drive away from, like, the toxic hustle bro culture, right? For so long, like every, what, well, it felt like every strategy was around like, how do you work 23 hours a day and never eat and never go to the bathroom and sleep in your office? And it was so glorified. And it's like, yeah, you may run a business that way. And I put that in quotes for a reason. Like your business is garbage. If you're doing, I don't, I don't care like how much money you make. Your business is garbage. If you're doing that, because if it takes that to sustain it, you have a huge problem. Yeah. But two, at what cost? Like mm-hmm. my sister sent me, I don't know if you get like the ads for the master class where they have like celebrities and like really. Oh, um, yeah. So like the one of them that they're promoting right now is Kris Jenner. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, what do they call her? Like the master of like making yourself or self making or whatever. Yeah, whatever. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. And my sister sent it to me and she was like, oh, this sounds really interesting. And I was like, yeah, like I saw that. Um, And I said, in those women, that family makes stupid amounts of money, mm-hmm. stupid, ungodly amounts of money. Like, right. do you, that's your dream. Live your dream. 100%. Mm-hmm. But what I said to her and I said, yeah, they're successful. And I put that in quotes because they make a lot of money and that's one way to define success. Right. But I said, look at the cost. Like, look at the cost on that family. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, you can do that. You can sacrifice your values to use your word, your integrity, your life to make a lot of money. But like, yeah. At what cost? And I was like, I don't like, yeah, Chris Jenner's really, she's stupid good at what she does. Like 100%, whatever. But like, it has cost her and her family their lives. Yeah. Their lives. Like, there's no way any of them are happy. I'm going to armchair diagnose them. Like, there's no way any of them are happy. <laughs> but what's the cost? Like, yeah, you can burn yourself out. You can be everything to everyone, but you can't even do that. That's a fucking lie. Like, yeah. you can try, but like, it's yeah. not worth it. And I love, anyway, the whole point, that's a really long story to say, like, the shift away from that has been so lovely to see. And I think that message resonates so much more with women because mm-hmm. men are much more stubborn yeah. 
about like the hustle bro toxic culture. Not that you don't have to hustle, right? There are different seasons in business, but like, I think you end up in rooms full of women because women are open to that message because we inherently understand the cost of self-sacrifice because most women are taught to do it from the time they're freaking born. Right. And then you add on other dynamics. Like if you're a person of color, if you're an immigrant, like it's different levels for those different identities. Mm -hmm. And it's like that message resonates so hard because women are like, Oh my God, I don't have to do that. Thank God. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, Thank God people like you exist because it doesn't have to be that way. But like, if people don't know another way, they'll default to the way that they know. Yeah. And they love that there's people like you teaching that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's so important, you know, and and I love being able to see their faces light up. Mm -hmm. You know, when you just really just hit that one little area and this is like, and and when I first spoke, my very first time coming out speaking and I was, uh, it was actual, it was still in the, you know, when we were able to come out for a little while, you know, it was like yeah. 20, the summer of 2021. And um, and being able to to really, I was on a panel speaker and to be able to listen, you know, a lot of times you have to really listen. You know, when people are asking questions, they're, they're asking questions, but the questions are very surface sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I was just listening to all the other panel speakers giving answers, but you know, you can still feel like that's not really what they were looking for. I'm like, I want to flush the toilet. <laughs> like, no. I don't want to stay at the rim. I want to flush. Because you got to flush all that stuff down. Right, you know? right. And, and, and they were still, in, it is, but the questions still kept coming. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? We're just going to hash this out. You know, the reason why you're going through what you're going through is because you still have fear in you. And, and. And, or, or your, your, it's your, your confidence level is not there. Mm-hmm. And, all this. and then when I said all those things and they were just like, ah, oh, the light, yeah. you know, just went up higher in the room and their faces was like, mm-hmm. that's what I was looking for. Yeah. And really had to break it down, but also show them the things that, look, I understand where you're at because, you know, I haven't been like really fearful, but if you're not good about stepping outside of your comfort zone, mm-hmm that's still a light fear that's there. Which is just another another skill. And like the fear doesn't go away, right? Like it's not like, oh, I cured it. I'm not afraid of anything. Yeah. (laughs) That would actually be bad. Like it's it's to our advantage that we have fears. Mm -hmm. It is not to our advantage that they paralyze us. That's good. And learning to move. That is good. I should like yeah, pull that out when I when I go to edit. <laughs> that was good, Amanda. Make that a real. Um, ha ha ha. So, <laughs> learning to be afraid and to move anyway is literally the definition of courage, and that is a skill people can build. And I love that you say like things don't resonate unless they're deep enough to hit. And it's yeah. like, oh well, you need to work past fear, and everyone's like, I know. But if you're like, here's why people are like, and they're like little brain recalculates. And it's just like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. And it's like, you know, even with procrastination and, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. So I love to like use those things and I'm like, okay, you know, you have to replace that and show them how to replace it, but then show them why something's not working in their business, you know, because Mm -hmm. this is why we're going to pull these two together. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, your mindset, where you are, and how you want to operate business is reflective. Yes. And so if, if you're not going to do it, then you have to look, maybe you need to step back from the business for a second mm-hmm. because you're going to keep yourself in the same circles 
because and, and some of the fears could be like fear of letting something go to outsource mm-hmm. to someone else to help you with your business. You know, those systems as part of systems. And because there's a trust issue somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and for me, I'm the type of person and I, and I, and I sit here and I tell these people, I'm like, look, I'm not telling you just because I'm just here and I heard people say it. No, <laughs> I've lived this, you know, I've been there and I understand where you mm-hmm. are. And I'm just like, you know, I have, I'm one of those type of people, I could do everything, pretty much everything. You know, you learn a yeah, skill and you just, good. you know, you just, I'm a deal of all trades, you know? And I'm also the type of person that's like, okay, well, if I can't find somebody that's going to do it, I could do it myself. Yeah. Or if you take too long, <laughs> let me take it back and let me do it myself. <laughs> but it's not, it's not really helpful for growth because it's still, mm-hmm keeps you doing so many other things that you can't focus on the things you need to focus on. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Sasha, you know, you have to relinquish, you have to be able to give. So (laughs) exactly. So what I still try to do is try to find people like me (laughs) because it's like, if I'm going to give it to somebody, I want, I want to be able to put it in their hands and let them run with it. Mm -hmm. I don't like to micromanage, but if I see you have, like we're like-minded, you, you're business savvy, you're quick with it, everything. And then we could train the rest. Oh, mm-hmm. by all means, come on, let's, let's team up. And, and, and that's why I like working with interns because they, mm-hmm. you know, they are those go-getters, but mm-hmm. still got to fill them out. I have a few, I have like one girl that she's like awesome. And, you know, I'm really just like, oh, you want to take on this project? Oh, you want to take on yeah. this? You want to do this and do that. But the whole thing is to help her grow. Mm-hmm. Is that I know she can't stay with me forever, but my goal she is can if she wants, but yeah, if she wants, but really the goal is for them to outgrow you, which is such yeah. such a supportive culture. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure you've worked for people, and I'm sure a lot of our like listeners have worked for people who like they they run the business or they run their like team from a scarcity mindset. Like yes. you can't leave, you're not allowed to grow out past here, like. And they'll like, I've had clients who like, whose managers actively sabotage their growth. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, we need to get you a different job immediately. This is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that you take that approach, like just all the things that you talk about, right? Like you're such, I think a good example of like someone who's very embodied in their values and mm-hmm. in their health and like actually is in a good space. Cause when people like you talk, it's very, very clear that like you've done the work to be in this space. Yeah. And when people are not embodied and they're just talking, which side note, I think a lot of like men do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very clear because like you can't name the disconnect, but there's a disconnect and it's yeah. like something in me is reacting and I don't know what it is. I've just done this long enough to know that like, it's usually a disconnect. Like they're not practicing Mm -hmm. what they preach, but it's so different when you have a strategist, a coach, a mentor, whatever, who like talks, what is it? Walks their talk. Yeah. So you're so right. When you say like, I've been where you've been, like, I don't have to have had every situation you've had. Mm -hmm. But what I have been through relates. Um, and that is so freaking valuable to have yeah. someone who's so embodied in what they're teaching because otherwise they're just lying. Yeah. Like you're just lying. Like I have, <laughs> I love my clients dearly, but I have a lot of clients who will be like, I'm so good at giving other people advice and I'm bad at taking it. And I say, yeah, you're a liar. <laughs> and they're just like, eh. and I'm like, 
Right. And mm-hmm. it's so like, it's so nice. It's so, so, so clear that like you embody this work and you've done the work to be where you are, like truly authentically in a grounded way. And that I think if people, when they're looking for coaches, like one of the biggest things that I recommend people do is like, look for someone who actually does what they sell yeah. because otherwise you they're just lying and they mm-hmm. can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they can't help themselves. <laughs> you know, it's like really staying ahead, you know, and, and that's one thing I tell people, I'm just like, look, you got to stay ahead of yourself. And, and yeah. like, one thing you said, it was so profound that fear is always going to be there, you mm-hmm. know? And that's why I tell people like, you know, procrastination is going to be there. Fear is going to be there. Some things you can't get rid of. I mean, from surrounding right. you, but you right. can control you, you. You're responsible for how you allow it to control you. You know, like you said, you just yes. can't let it paralyze you. So right. don't let it get to that place. Procrastination. I'm just like, that's a beast in itself, you know, yeah. and, and it keeps you bound. It keeps mm-hmm. you back from so many things. And then when fear see you allow, you know, entertaining procrastination, like fear mm-hmm. is like, okay, yes, we're going to, we're going to tag team and right. double up. And right. then you're never going anywhere. You know, right. you just sit there. And, and I actually heard somebody, um, I was, uh, had a consulting somebody and they said, you know what, well, what if I am successful? I'm like, what are you scared of being successful? But so there is a oh, fear there. That's often a bigger fear than failing. You know, I'm like, well, so what? So what you're going to be successful, you know, yeah. but the thing is, what is it that's keeping you from wanting to be successful? Is it that you're still not going to make, are you not going to manage mm. it well, you know, right. or is it some things that's happened in your past that mm. makes you feel like you can't handle something great? You know, yeah. you got to get out of that if you want to go somewhere. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I don't, that, and that's the bad part because it's like, you see people, you know, you've consulted, you know, they're always ready to come back to you and want, you know, more and more and more. And you're giving them good stuff and they don't apply it hmm. or they start to, and then they fall back and just like, Oh my gosh, you got it. You really got to get that mindset piece. Yeah. Right. You know? And I just feel like, okay, you know, I'm always still like, yeah, they come back to come back, but yeah, you know, we can work some more, but it's just like, when I look at myself and I think about all the things that I could have done a lot sooner, mm-hmm. you know, and there's some of the things I tell people, I, I love being transparent, you know? And and I think about where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. In, in a sense, I really should have been here a long time ago. But at the same time, right. you, you know, exactly. But then it's like the extra value is added on to mm-hmm. it. Because now it's like, I, I'm not just, you know, just coming out with a bunch of sound. You know, right. there's, you know, something's right. going to stick to you. There's some value that's there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have to look at everything. That's why I, you know, just tell people now, even though I went through what I went through with the pandemic, but it, it rebirthed me. It mm-hmm. birthed something great. You know, it's like, I can't just look at the fact that, oh yeah, you know, yeah, I did go back to work and I did do this and blah, blah, blah. But when I'm thinking about what I'm doing now, and it's been like fire, you know, ever since mm-hmm. I just said, you know what, I have to jump on this wave. You know, I don't want this wave to leave me because I don't know what's going to happen next if I just stand back and just watch yeah. it go, you know, and, and I don't know if I get another opportunity. So, yeah. and that was the urgency when I just jumped on it and you know, speaking engagements and, you know, travel. I'm about to go to Paris in, in October to speak this real big women's conference. And um, and I'm going to talk about mental health and entrepreneurship. You know, you got to- Okay, maybe that. we need to talk about how I can get on a speaking circuit because your girl wants to sip lattes in Paris. You know, we got we to gotta do that, Amanda. Right. Like, I will hire you as a strategist <laughs> consultant. Like, don't think I'm playing. 
I mean, you know, it's just really everything that I've done for other people in their businesses. So I'll rewind real quick. You know, I've helped other people's business grow during my event production world. Mm-hmm. And and I was, like I said, comfortable being behind the scenes. You know, I've had fitness instructors, you know, helping them like revamp their whole business, get yeah. them into a gym, managing everything, like the whole process. So that is a, it's a skill set, you know, just being yeah. able to, you know, help other businesses develop and actually manage that space for them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've worked with independent music artists, you know, I've managed them. And, um, you know, so there's so many different things I've touched on, but one thing I really believe in, you know, with um, just in your personal development, if you're an employee, you have a, you have skills, you have a lot of skills, but it's not just because you're an employee, it's because you are a skillful person. You know, it's your learning curves, it's everything else that you understand and you can do well. Yeah. And I feel like when people go into business, they forget about that side of their life. And then they feel like, oh, you know, I just got to start <laughs> over. I'm a business owner now. Like, no, you're a skilled business owner. You're still you. Right. So, you know, and that's how I look at myself. I'm very multi-skilled. And so even with the pandemic, you know, I was like, oh, I can't even do events now. But let me go ahead and pull out my marketing skills and do a little things yeah. just to just to be relevant. But it still wasn't in that headspace, you know. But I like to tell people to really look at what you have going on as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, look at yourself, look at your skills and go forth in here. And when I start to say that looking at my own skill sets, my own, you know, education and all the years of entrepreneurship experience, what I did is just pulled it all together. Yeah. And make it work for myself. Which and is the magic, right? Is like your business is not you, but it is you get to decide what it gets to be and how much of you you pour into it. And I have found the magic happens when people decide like, I'm going to be so authentic Mm -hmm. that my business is also authentic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the growth. And and that's where, that's where the sustainability comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how you really can say, like you said before, you know, Success is it can come in so many different ways. Money is a result of it, you know, that is there too. But I love to tell people like your profitable business is not all about money. Right. It's how you can really it's longevity, it's sustainability. It's like it's all of it together. It's not just the six figures. Right. You know, your six figures today might not be six figures tomorrow. Right. You know, so it's like like, what's the point of six figures if if you're twenty-three hours a day sleeping in an office, like it's yeah. not worth it. But people like think that that's the holy grail. And it's like, it's incredible. It's a huge, mm-hmm. it is a, it is a big um, accomplishment, but like, what's the cost? And are you actually happy? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it actually real? You know, because you have a six figure business and you spend 99,000. Okay. Listen, your business model Exactly. Yeah. You know, so because people will, you know, go out and spend. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, they want to oh, get this car now, or I could go get this and that. Oh, but like, yeah. you, you know, you're dwindling down your expenses. So, <laughs> I mean, your, your revenue, but it's just like looking at it as a whole. And, and, and that is the, so when I look at myself now, I'm just like, oh my God, Sasha, like, <laughs> we crushing. You still doing this. And, yeah. and I have to stand back sometimes and still be like, is this real? But I know that if I get into that space too long and it'd be like, 
I can't believe it. Or maybe I shouldn't do this. Or maybe, you know, it's like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm not going to allow those things to catch up with me because you said I have to run this race. And, you know, and however many people that are connected to my life, you know, as you walk through life and you meet people like we met each other. So somehow mm-hmm. we were connected. We had to meet. You know, mm-hmm. I do look at those things like that. It's like whoever I'm here to touch their lives in whatever capacity it is you know, then, hey, let me go ahead and just be about this work and do it. It's not just for me, you know, to grow, but I want to see other people grow too. And and being able to flow in that that heart-centered, you know, like everybody likes heart-centered energy and everything, yeah. you're being able to flow in that and, and see people gravitate to it, but not just to gravitate because, oh, I want fans, I want followers and stuff, but yeah. they gravitate in a way that's transformational. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it when you see people transform. Some of those same ladies that I spoke to in August, I've been watching them and they are not the same women I love that, that was sitting at that panel asking those questions. It's just like something just went on and just lit them up. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, gosh, are you the same person that would say you don't like taking pictures because you don't like to be seen? And she's yeah. all over the place. You know, and, and when I see it, I'm just like, just to know I had a part in that. Yeah. It makes me happy. It's success, right? Is like, you know, that's, yeah, I love everything you're saying. It's like so hard to pick out a point because it's all so freaking good. But I love what you're saying about like, essentially what you're saying is like, you being brave, you being willing to step into transformation, to be honest about it, to show up as a support without judgment. It's like someone who who's just unconditionally accepting is so transformational. And I really think like one of a coach, a therapist, a mentor's most important jobs mm-hmm. is to hold the space and the belief that like people can do it because in the beginning they don't have that belief, right? So So our job is to hold it and to say, you can borrow my belief for now, but we're going to get you to the point where that feels embodied. And that takes such a high level of like clearing your own stuff out and like going into your own space. And like, Mm -hmm. if you can't hold that belief for yourself, like I can't give you a pizza if I don't have one. Right. So you can't hold that for other people if you can't hold it for yourself. And it's just so transformational to have someone who like, believes in you yeah yeah you know and and because I even look at how many people believed in me you Mm -hmm. know and and it's just like even though I had my belief Mm -hmm. but I just wasn't really ready to step that was my whole thing you know they just know and just like, oh, no, I'm, I'm just not ready to do this. That's and your body's like, I'm I don't care about you. being popular, like, you know. And yeah. it, But I had so many people to to be that that, that voice for me. Yeah. It's like, you know, Sasha, you're too big. People are like, Sasha, you're too big for Virginia. Like, you need to get out of the area. You need, and I'm just like, no, I'm good. Okay, you know? <laughs> right, you know, and it's just like all these things. And, and, and to be able to be that for somebody else, you know, is it, it's, it's really yeah, because it's like that circle goes around in the best mm-hmm. way. Um, I just did like from a podcast. So I do have a podcast according to Sasha podcast. And last Saturday, I had the opportunity to do a live broadcast at a Kipfer event. Yes, I loved it. And 
you know, I'm walking around. These kids were phenomenal. Uh, they had their products, their tables, everything. And they have actual like real businesses. Like the lady who's doing the work with them is doing a really good job. But the one little boy that I went to and I, I actually walked around interviewing the kids at their tables. So cute. And their the mom had posted pictures for after the day, you know, on Facebook. So I'm going through and I saw the picture. I didn't know she took a picture of me interviewing her son. And, you know, I did my comments and everything. And then she's messaged back and she said, you know, thank you, whatever, all that stuff. She said, but in my son's words, he said, Ma, she made me feel like I'm famous. Oh, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, and that's what it's about, you know? Yeah. Even now, you know, for my show, I have a show every month. It's called Young CEOs. So I leave no one out. You know, entrepreneurs, if you're an entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur. If you're creative, you're an entrepreneur. If you're a kid, you know, these are people um, that a lot of people don't really like go and try to coach and strategize with and everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, no, you have a place on my platform. Mm -hmm. You're an entrepreneur. And so for him to say that, I'm just like, wow, will you let him know he is famous? I'm like, Mm -hmm. but I, and I'm quite sure just watching all the faces of all the other kids, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm introducing myself and I'm letting them know, like, look, I'm national, I'm international, and I'm on YouTube. And what you about this dude is going to tell the world. And they're yeah. like, oh, my gosh, really? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, so you know, let's get ready. But, you know, and that's how I am even with the adult entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And if you have something great, I'm going to believe in it with you. Yeah. If I see it, I'm going to believe in it with you. If I can help you, I can help you. But you still have to help in yourself more so right. and do the work. But, I mean, it's a joy. Everything is a joy because I love helping other people. Mm-hmm. And this gives me the opportunity to do it uh, in a broader perspective. And I have to keep that boundary there for myself because I'm just like, I'll give it all away. Yeah. never make a dime because I just love it. But I yeah. had to, you know, get to that place, you know, even in, my, in, in the days where I really wasn't trying to do anything, but I was still doing it. And um, mm-hmm. but I had to get to that place. So a lot of that discipline came from there that time of my life. So now it's just like, okay, Sasha, you know, create a platform for people, but also make sure that you have that balance and you're, you know, you're bringing in the income, you're doing the things that you need to do and charging people and everything Mm -hmm. and keeping that balance with it, charge your work. But I also look at some, some people based upon what they're doing and their drive behind it. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, how can we make this reasonable for the both of us? I don't want people to feel discouraged because they don't have the money. Mm -hmm. To, to get the things that they need and yeah, they're really yeah. diligent about wanting to get it. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, let's sit down, let's talk about it. You know, I have my high ticket, I have this, I have that, but mm-hmm. I really do believe in all forms. You yeah. know, I believe in quantitative, I believe in qualitative. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about what's going to be the right moment for each. And but, it matters, right? Like that's, I was just talking to my, um, like a mastermind I'm in probably yesterday about this. And it's like, when you are adequately resourced, mm-hmm. when you're paid adequately, when like y- your bills are paid and things are covered and you, you're pulling the profit that you want, like obviously that takes charging money, right? Like this is not a hobby, it's a business and it's okay yeah. for it to be that and to charge money. Like Apple doesn't apologize for charging $2,500 for a laptop. Like exactly. I'm not apologizing either. Okay, I have to eat and I eat well and I don't apologize mm-hmm. for it. So there's that. Yeah. But when you're adequately resourced, 
when you have the right systems and strategies and implementations to charge appropriately, you can, you actually also have more room to do free things. Like you mm-hmm. could not do a podcast. I could not do this podcast if I had to work so much that I didn't have the time or the energy or the space. Like I can hire a VA to do many, many of the tasks that like, frankly, I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it frees up hours and hours and freaking hours of my time so yeah. I can interview more people. So I can put out more free resources mm-hmm. so that people who don't have money can still get a ton of value from yeah. this. Like it's exactly. the whole point of it. Like I don't get paid for the podcast. Yeah. It's a funnel for like, you know, courses that I have, by the way, becoming light, super great. But like, yeah, it's a funnel for that, but I don't give a damn if anybody buys from the podcast. Like it's a way for me because I'm adequately resourced to say, okay, not everybody can afford my services, mm-hmm. but how can I serve in a way that is honest for me, that still fits in my integrity, that is frankly doable from a financial standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so it matters. Like yeah. that. And again, that's how we balance the bleeding heart with like, okay, but like in this reality, what do you actually need? Because you don't have a sugar daddy or maybe you do who's like, I'll just fund anything you want and you can give everything away for free. Like in that case, give them my number. I will take them one. Can they buy me a beach house? Right. <laughs> exactly. But in my name, you pay the property taxes. This is what I want. Right. Um, we're putting it out to the universe. <laughs> so like when you're adequately resourced, when you have the right strategies to mm-hmm. charge appropriately and your offer suite makes sense, like you can do yeah. things that are serving for free, mm-hmm. but you yeah. cannot do those things if you're not making money. So we cannot have one without the other. Exactly. Exactly. And the strategy is the biggest part in that. 100%. Right. It is. You know, cause one of the things that I have now, um, I'm a Verizon micro mentor. So I have the opportunity. That's cool. to, yeah. I signed up with micro mentor, um, back in May. So I had the opportunity to work with businesses from all over the world. And it, it, even though it's a, it's my philanthropy P I can't even say the word. Right. But it's my little, you know, that's, <laughs> my, that's my give back. Yeah. But at the same time, strategy says that I'm still in a database with all these entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, I'm giving yeah. back but yet. I'm still funneling. Yeah. And it can be multiple things like this podcast. One of the goals is that it's a funnel for courses. One of the goals is that it sets me up as an authority. Like mm-hmm. it can be both. And I, I think a lot of women struggle with like, well, if I don't do it and there's no benefit to me, then it's not really altruistic. And it's like, but it can be both. And that's okay. Yeah. There's a benefit in it all. You know, you just have to see it. Mm -hmm. Just have to see it. And that's why I, you know, I've always been really big in strategic planning and, you know, and and really bringing that insight and that foresight that's there. You know, it may not be a benefit right now, but what about two months later? You can see a, a big benefit in it, right. you know, but it's all about how you move and and really being strategic about that in the process. And, you know, that's just one of my strong suits, you know, just being able to help people bring it all in, you know. Bring yeah. it to- so it's like, where is this big dream? And people are like, I want to build a castle. And it's like, awesome. There are mm-hmm. multiple steps to that. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we got to start building, but you get this, you could get that, bring this here, right. you pull it together. And that's what blueprints mm-hmm. and, and that's what architects do, you know, and that's how you build your business. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be able to pull those pieces together and, and make it strong so it won't fall. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and it's, it's just so many things. Yeah, I just love this, Amanda. I have to say this. 
you're so wonderful. I just, I forget that we're just, you know, it's like we're just having a conversation and, you know. It's almost like I talk to people for a phone call. Yeah, it's just like we're sitting <laughs> on the beach together or we're sipping, we're sipping our drinks in Paris. Girl, don't touch me. I will, I will come to Regent <laughs> Beach. Don't let them to me. Come. Let me know. Yeah. We'll sit yeah. out there and I show. will also go to Paris with you. So, like, I'm just inviting myself and I'm going to Paris. Like, hey, come on, come on. Yeah. I'll just be in the back, like, <laughs> with a cowbell being like, yes, I'm yeah, like, yes, I'm exactly. exactly. <laughs> but it's like one of the biggest things, you know, just looking at the opportunity that we're going to be speaking in Paris and, you know, on a bigger plane and, and being able to mm-hmm. talk about my, um, my new book that's coming out, actually. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talk yeah. to us about it. And then also, I, personally like this is just a selfish thing how do you get on a speaking circuit like that because it is one of my dreams and it mm-hmm. may be the dream of someone else but like honestly I don't even care I just want to know <laughs> <laughs> but you know so you have to look for those opportunities um and we could talk more about it definitely but definitely look at this market um those opportunities but one of the things that I believe in is in a marketing mix you know, a lot of people, they just say, oh, you know, market on social media, to, me, media, do your social media marketing, do your digital marketing, all these other things. But there are other ways to market yourself. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of my own PR. And so when we go out and just looking at all of those opportunities, whether it's, you know, the PR way, whether it's the social media, video content, whatever it is, when you're pulling in that whole marketing mix, then mm-hmm. you can be able to go out and look for these different things. But so that, I put my position, myself in position to find these opportunities. And um, yeah, and that's how that came about. Well, Actually, maybe hiring you for a strategy session for that. Yeah, I like, you know, and, and one yeah, of the biggest things too is being able to, you know, navigate the social media. Mm-hmm. You know, that is the biggest space that we're on right now. And with the pandemic, it shifted everything. You know, we were all in networking events and all these other things, but now we have groups. Mm-hmm. So you want to maximize the opportunities of still meeting people mm-hmm. and you have followers being seen, showing up. One of the biggest things that in my change in my life right now is embracing how I show up. You know, it's about showing up. And that's like the biggest thing. And I tell people all the time, like when I went through this whole thing and it's just like I said yes to my other side. My other side was getting out of that comfort zone. My other side was just showing up. Yeah, so this side is honestly your best life. You you know, like that's where the magic is and it's happening, you know, and being able to see that it's just, it's an art, it's an art to showing up. And that's like you said, with the courage, you know, Mm -hmm. even embracing fear and letting that fuel you, you know, and just, but not allowing it to capture you. And so, you know, just looking at those faces and, and that's all I've been doing is just showing up, showing up in these groups, treating it like a networking event, you know, mm-hmm. being personable because that energy still transfers no matter if we're just screen to screen or face to face, you yeah. know, or in somebody's DM, you know, you could tell by mm-hmm. a tone of writing or whatever, how a person can be. And know? I, yeah. And it sounds like you're making that decision from a space of love mm-hmm. and not fear. Oh, if I don't do this, it won't work. I won't get X. Instead, it's just like, you show up with love and assume that what's for you is for you and it's coming. Mm-hmm. And when you were talking, it's one of the things that I say all the time. And it's, I have a lot of people who say like, who ask the definition of love. And I'm just like, it's literally just showing up. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's the simplest definition I can give people is like, it's showing up and willingly taking on another person's burden. Like 
that's love. And when you operate from that space, which takes digging the rod out, it takes Mm -hmm. understanding your fear and saying, thanks, but you're not necessary right now. I get you're trying to help, but that's not necessary. Like it takes learning those skill sets to even operate in that space. And like so many people do that from a place of scarcity Mm -hmm. and there's a reason that doesn't resonate and there's a reason that doesn't work. And then they're like, Oh, my strategy doesn't work. And it's like, well, your strategy would work if the energy behind it was appropriately aligned. God, you're good. And, and, and half of it, even with the speaking circuit is just asking. Yeah. It's just, I'm about to ask everybody. Yeah. Just ask, you know, but just make sure that your presence is there mm-hmm. to support your ask. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I shifted everything online. Everything shifted. When I shifted, everything shifted. And and people started to find me. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't want that on the recording. <laughs> and I realized that after, like, oh, that was quiet. Oh, well, just bless me anyway, but it's because I sneezed, y'all. Yes, yes. But, you know, oh, and, I love just, that. And, and that's all it is. And that's all I've been doing. So, yeah, that's how I got the Paris opportunity. And um, Incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. So I get to be able to do my talk around my book. It's called The Ugly Truth of The Ugly Truth About Entrepreneurship. Yeah. It leads to managing mental wellness. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's full of my story. Yeah. And the values that I've gotten out of. I'm like, look, everybody, I'm not a therapist. I'm not clinical. I'm nothing like that. But I'm one who has been through. Yeah, who pays attention, observes, and yeah. you know, hey, it's just it's just like that for me. But you know, mm-hmm. being able to uh, make the choice to be transparent and verbal mm-hmm. and to voice it out, and a lot of entrepreneurs don't. They'll talk about the wins, mm-hmm. they don't talk about the struggles as much. Yeah. You know, and to, and there's a lot of people that need to know side of it because yeah. they're not by themselves. Everybody, we're going through it, right? You know? And it's and like I said, the pandemic heightened it up in so many ways, but we're all going through it. And then, you know, we're looking at the recession, you know, all these things, all these talks out here. And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, you know, don't let that get you, you know, bottled down, just tighten yeah. up and, mm. and, and, and let's survive. Let's still thrive, but yeah. don't get to a place of surviving. Yeah. You know, being in survival mode is not fun. It's not fun and it, it's not building, right? Like it's catalytic. So yeah. it's, Maybe that's kind of catabolic. Sorry, was the word I'm looking for. It's like you can't be in muscle breakdown and muscle build at the same time. Like, so if you're like literally chronic stress is catabolic, it like eats energy and muscle and bone. That's a whole other topic. Um, And you can't do like you can't run from a bear and build a business. You you cannot do it. Yeah. And if you have created a business that is now a bear and you're running from it, we also have a problem, which case hire a strategist. Hi. So you are brilliant. How do people find you and how do you work with people? Okay. So you can find me. um, You go to my website, which is www.swimgtgroup.com. Follow me on Facebook, Sasha Walton. That is S A C H A. Everybody likes to throw an S in there sometimes, but it's S A C H A. And then I'm on Instagram as That Girl Sash. S A C H. Don't throw the A on the end. <laughs> so it's a one word or the other. But um, and how do I work with people? You know, just message me. We can contact me. Um, info at 
swimgtgroup.com is the best way to reach out to me as well. And we can get you set up. I, I love to um, just have that initial conversation to see where you're all at. Um, and then really, you know, see where it is that you need and we dive in from there. But yeah, I love to work with you if you have something. I don't shy away from the type of business that you have, you know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at, you know, some people might be like, well, I'm a dog walker. How can she help me? Easy. I have a dog. So we're going to figure this thing out, you know. <laughs> it's just yeah. like whatever it is. And um, and we'll go ahead and, and, and schedule that and work it out. But yeah, yeah definitely. Contact and I, I like that because I like you for a lot of reasons, but one of the things you just said is like, well, what if, what if I think my business is different? And it's like, every business is different, but every business has the same themes. So like you still have to have marketing and sales and operation and product and um, whatever the other one is, finances, like you still got to do those things. So it's like, it's all ice cream, but you just happen to have a different flavor. But that doesn't mean that I don't understand inherently the properties of ice cream. Yeah, because it's about building the foundation. Right. And, and a lot of people don't build the foundation. They right. jump into it. Right. Because they don't know how. Like, right. And yeah, it's definitely better to do it at the beginning. But like, if you miss doing it at the beginning, it is never too late. <laughs> never, too late. never too late to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. You are beautiful. If you, if people forget everything that we said, and I hope that they don't, because damn, this was good. What do you want them to remember? I want them to remember, number one, to be the best that you are, you know, in what you do. Don't shrink back. Show up. Show up for the business that you have. Show up for your purpose and be great in it. But also make sure that you Set the foundation for what you want to do. And that way you can have that longevity out of it. And most importantly, just remember that you can reach out to me. And I'll help you to remember. <laughs> right. And if you forget. If you forget, just go ahead and just press replay on the podcast. Tell us your website one more time. It's www.swi mgtgroup.com dude thank you so much this was so cool thank you i loved it it was this was amazing jamming out with you was so wonderful yeah we're besties now basically i'm yes. coming to virginia yes. beach yes. Me and I'm gonna yes. make him come. he doesn't even like the beach i'm gonna be like i'm dgaf we're going <laughs> don't and care it's all good come on the, the invite is open Bet. you're gonna regret that when i show up <laughs> You know, like, we, oh, I was half kidding. Look, I'll show you Virginia Beach. We can go to Fort Morrell. We'll go so like, all the beaches right here. We can have lunch. That's yes. yes. My birthday is next month. So yeah, come up. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Bad. <laughs> Friends. Oh my god. Thank thank you so much. Like this was You're beautiful. Welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm.